Hey. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. There you are. How are you? How are you? I'm great. How are you? Doing well. That's great. That's great. Another day, another dollar. Yep. Absolutely. Mm. Yes, sir. How is your week going so far? Busy, man. Busy. But it's a good thing. What's happening? Oh, just business growth. Just lots to do around the house. And uh, yeah, just a lot on the calendar. So. Oh, yeah? Yep. So. Oh, wow. So, like, um, what are you planning on doing for this weekend? I'm probably going to get um, <clears throat> some stuff done around the house, clean the house up. I've got, I'm looking at my calendar. Okay. <laughs> I forget what days it is. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm planning on getting um, outline for my ebooks done and, and okay. a couple of new courses outlined and hopefully be able to get launched. So, okay. Tell yeah. me about that a little bit. Yeah. So, ebooks are going to be explaining one, we'll explain what pencil leadership is and just dig into being a pencil leader. Mm-hmm. And then the other is, <clears throat> excuse me, um, it's going to be along the lines of like finding your passion, following your purpose and like seeing your potential kind of thing. Okay. Um, so, and then the courses I'm working on how to launch podcasts in less than 30 days is Mm -hmm. one. Um, and then a couple other courses I want to get, um, update my one-on-one client course dashboard and then, uh, get like uh, my big membership course kind of created. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm excited to get it out there for everybody. Yeah. Do you have a date or it's going to be a surprise? Um, the end of the month is what I'm looking at. Hopefully having it officially already. We'll see. Nice. But, yeah. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. I think today is also going to be a great topic. Um, that we're going to, you know, discuss on. And I would like us to discuss on the what today. So when we go into the what, we are going into basic steps as to knowing what you need as a business, what you need for a business, why you need the business. We've talked about the who, we've talked about the how, we've talked about the when, and we've talked, and now we're going to talk about the what. Perfect. So, um, in the what, there's another fun fact that you probably didn't know or you know, but 73% of consumers love a brand because of a friendly customer service. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I, that, I mean, that does not surprise me at all. No. Hmm. I think one of the examples I would think that perfectly fits into this is Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Another I mean, they, one. They go above and beyond. I mean, right? Yeah. They do go over and beyond. Mm-hmm. They they always tell you my pleasure. Yep. They always give you a reason to come back. They always make a first impression. You know, they're always ready to give you the best because mm. that's what they know how to do best. Yep. which is the best way to go for any corporate business. Because right. if you go 
let's say to Baskin Donuts <laughs> or Baskin, yeah. no, Baskin Ro- Robbins. I just Robbins, yeah. I just come put two companies together. <laughs> <laughs> so if you go to Baskin Robbins or you go to Sonic or you go to um, Dunkin' Donuts, you know, you don't really get the my pleasure effect like right. you do in Chick-fil-A. And it's not anybody's fault. That's just probably their policy or their training. So you got to understand that if a brand loves customer service, then you are important to them. Yep. And if you are important to them, then you value or you should be valued or you should be considered valued because that way you know that my opinion matters my vote counts if you know that it doesn't count then there's really nothing for you to share because at that point everything is bygones and bygones Mm -hmm. but having a brand that causes a friendly customer service is one of the best things i can say right now that works for brands and consumers you know as a whole if you go to costco you know that you're going to get amazing service if you go to delta you know you're going to get amazing service you're going if you go to apple you know you're going to get amazing service so it's not that they're doing it differently from each other it's just that there's a friendly approach to the business that is not taken away from the business but you know influencing the business simultaneously Absolutely. It's like Publix. Do you know Publix supermarket? Yes. yes. So where shopping is our, is a pleasure Yeah. Uh, is their motto. And it's so, it, and I was just told this recently from a friend down there in Florida that the owner, the, um, the person who came up with that, they wanted, they needed bigger aisles because it was so cramped. And so he decided that the aisles needed to be as wide as his arms. Wow. Uh, and then with that, they, they do the whole like, uh, helping take groceries to the car and everything and load them up and all that. Like, mm. so shopping is a pleasure. So they have that mantra, that motto that people like will pay a little bit extra for groceries because they get all of that, uh, customer service benefit. Yeah. It's more like target too. Mm. You, know, you get that Starbucks experience, you get that wholesome customer value experience and you know that when you buy something, you are going to come back because you got fed well the first time. Right. Yeah. Um, Our quote of the day is, when you tell a story about an apparently trivial incident, it exposes the entire fabric of your character Mm -hmm. by Stephen Denning. What what do you think about this? (laughs) Yeah, I think, uh, I think our character really has shown a lot when when things go wrong or when things don't go our way and how we respond to them do we do we trash the person do we trash the the maybe the business uh, or do we try to see the positive still and just be like hey there's nothing we can do about it move on um it happened but not drag anyone through mud um and things like that i think are, i think it's a big deal how we respond to things like that um and, and how we respond to people who are negative towards us Mm. So do we follow them? And it's like, I, I've heard multiple times, like when you're in the car and you're, uh, you're driving and someone cuts you off or, or someone's going slow. Like, do you just go off like in your car yelling at them and everything? Like, where are you at in mm-hmm. your character and, and everything? Does that really affect you that much? I know I've had to get a lot better at that because it, it kind of made me realize, Oh wow. Yeah. I mean, what's the point of yelling at that person or they're not going to hear me for one. It just makes me get all upset. And two, like, why would I do that? Mm. 
because you don't know their story. Maybe they're so focused on something else going on in their day that they're not paying attention to their speed as much or they're not worried about it or they just they forgot to look because they're focused on, I got to get to the, my kid's sick. I got to get to the hospital. You know, you never know. Mm-hmm. You don't know where people right. are coming from. So we've got to take that in consideration and our character stems, I think, from our heart and, yeah. and the health of our heart. So if we're internally like in a positive place, that's going to extend out. Exactly. That extends out a, a whole lot when you know that fabric is an, an ending you know, cycle. So let's say your fabric is burnt halfway through the yards. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a question mark, <laughs> you know, yeah. even though that whole 10 yards is looking like gold, you know, that one little inch yep. can burn the whole surface. So yeah. you, you got to always remember that a brand is a representation. If Chick-fil-A today decides to do something terrible to a customer or consumer, trust me, the shade room is picking that. somebody somewhere is picking that and they're going to make it trend on Twitter and you'll see it on Instagram and then you'll see it on the news. Because people are looking for that negative stuff to to feed instead of the positive. You know, they want to talk about the big story because it's such a bad bad story, bad look for those people because, yeah. So, no, I agree. We have to watch what we do and say all the time. Exactly. And when you tell somebody a story, if you're trying to, if you're in that story and you're telling them, you're going to tell them differently when you're not in the story. So mm. you also have to know how to put yourself out of that story and tell the story as is so that there's no emotion attached when there's a response. Because whatever you're telling somebody, they're processing what you're telling them. And when they listen to you, they know that there's a response that they're going to give you without them telling you before you finish. Yep. And if they are telling you something that is probably not what you want to hear, the way you're going to respond to that will be based off how you said something the first time. If I say, how are you? And you say, I'm good. And you ask me how I'm doing. And then I just start talking about my day. And then we forget that you were around. <laughs> it's like, right. You know, you'd be like, so why, why am I talking to this guy? I might as well just talk to a tree. You know, like yeah. there is, there's no balance, there's no substance. So you need to give people your time, give people your value. There's one thing that our generation lacks the most today, and that's the power of listening. Mm. Because we want to listen to, to hear, but we're not listening to learn or to, to adapt or to you know, understand. You know? So when you tell a story, please say that story with all of your heart and give that story its entire fabric so that your fabric can be represented as a patch in that story and then they can see you through that story. If yeah. CNN tells the news today and Al Jazeera tells the news today, those are two different information yeah. systems. <laughs> yeah. You know, but who are you going to watch more? Who are you going to lean more to? Are you going to be on the red side or are you going to be on the orange side? Mm. You need to balance that equation and ask yourself what kind of information am i telling somebody so that they they also get as good content as i do yep agree 100 percent. yeah and with that we want to ask you or tell you um what is a brand um before i also give my definition on here um chris what is what is a brand to you yeah brand is and I like the definition you have up here is it's a representation of your story in a value value form. It's it's who you are. It's your character. It, it encompass, encompasses 
your purpose and your vision. Um, and so you, you think of like Elon Musk. Yeah, he has Tesla. He has um, SpaceX. He has all that. But like when I hear Elon Musk, I think uh, innovator. I think someone who's trying to use technology to um, make a positive change in the world. Yeah. So that's like his brand. Like I don't necessarily think of Tesla right away. I think of his overarching goal um, because at the end of the day, if, if he loses all of those businesses, he's still Elon Musk and he still has that drive to do um, all that, the innovation and, and the helping change the world. And, um, and so that's kind of what I think of when I think of brand is if you were just you, like if you lose your brick and mortar, if you lose maybe whatever logo you have, uh, pencil leadership. If pencil leadership w- went away, what is Chris Anderson? What would people see from me still? Um, and, and it's still the impact a million lives, no matter what I do in a positive way, um, because whatever I do will will tie into that goal of my personal mission. And so that's my brand: loving others, meeting people where they are, uh, and helping them see their potential um, when they can't see it themselves. So I think the brand is is something that evolves and moves with you continues with you no matter the stage no matter what you're doing yeah a brand is definitely a value story Mm. because you see a brand today and you don't need to know what that brand does they don't have to say oh this is our mission statement this is our business statement they don't have time to tell you that they have time to show you that but the way they show you is how the story develops as they trust you or as you trust them So you need to always understand that your logo is not your, it's not your ticket to a a sale, (laughs) you know, your logo is like literally a symbol or a representation of who you are without saying who you are, not even mentioning what the name is, it's just a symbol, but that symbol and another symbol, probably a bootleg symbol will give somebody a, a quick instant reaction when they see that if you're trying to buy bread and you see nature valley mm. and then the next minute you see vapors alley you know something completely absurd you know yeah. you'll be like well i'm gonna try this vapors alley and see what it's like <laughs> no <laughs> you're not gonna spend your 4.99 no, you're going to go with the one you trust. You're going right. to go with the one you know has the value that you want to be paired with. Exactly. You want to be paired with something that looks good. People want to dress good because they want to wear people that look good or that, you mm. know, they know they have good reputation. So right. those are things that you have to do for yourself. And the best way of doing it by yourself is by serving others mm-hmm. and reaching their peak expectation and surpassing it without having to be forceful, you know, without having to be, Oh, this is my cake. You know, you must buy it. Yeah. You can't buy a cake if you don't want to buy a cake. Right. If you want to make a cake, you want to make that cake presentable. You want to make sure the right eggs is in there, the right flowers in there, the right preheat is in there so that when you come out, People want to attract themselves to you naturally because you've put in the time and the effort to make an impression last. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. You got to attract 
you attract who you are. So if your cake looks good on the outside, but uh, the inside maybe is not cooked all the way, or maybe you don't have the right ingredients, so it, it's starting to smell, and people get close because they think it looks good to get close, they start smelling the, the garlic you put in or the, the onions. Like They're going to be like, oh, okay, never mind. Right. Like, so it's going to come out. You might attract them externally, but if in inside you're not having the character, your brand's not strong um, with, with character and integrity, then people are going to pick up on that eventually. Exactly. And when they do, it'll be too late to come back from that because you only get one impression of the brand. Yep. Yeah. It takes a while to, to rebuild that trust and, and everything. So yeah, for sure. Right. And with branding, there are nine types of brands. Um, I don't know if you guys can guess them, <laughs> <laughs> but there are nine types of brands and we're going to go through them quickly. Um, what would you say you 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 think? Um, and sorry about the the first the first thing on the list. Um, what do you think about a disruptive brand? What do you think that is? Disruptive. Ooh. Yeah, disruptive. You know, it's it's something that you know it doesn't fit within the niche very well. Maybe comes and kind of makes some waves. Okay. Kind of like tries to upset the hen house type thing. Mm-hmm. Try to, I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head. Do you have one? Um, Airbnb. Ooh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Airbnb yeah. is like a, is a company that does things out the norm. It's mm. disruptive. It's, it's, yep. it's not like we are trying to get a house for sale. Yeah. You know, it's not Zillow. You know, it's like, it's like Uber. Correct. They, I mean, they don't own a, They don't own a one taxi. And how many taxi companies are there now? Exactly. So exactly. That's yeah, that's great. Yeah. When you have a disruptive brand, you're doing things out of the norm. You're disrupting the norm, pretty much. But yeah. your norm is a little different from everybody else's norm. Yeah. Because everybody's selling cake and candy. But you're <laughs> selling cake and candy and ingredients. <laughs> you know. Right. It's something different. I like that. Right. Um, so a disruptive brand is a brand that challenges the ways of doing things and introduces new concepts by changing the market system substantially. So when you think about brands like Airbnb, Virgin mm -hmm. Atlantic, you think about yeah. um, Dr. Pepper, you think about Uber, you think about brands that, okay, Dr. Pepper, what, what, what else do you guys got? Doctors, you know, like, but... When you see what they show, what they do, when you see what Virgin does, they're not like Qatar Airways or British Airways. You know, they right. have their own standard. They don't even call it an Airways. It's called Atlantic. So it gives you that different vibe that, oh, let me go to Hawaii and Virgin Atlantic instead of going with Spirit. You know, you, yeah. you, you got to have a reason for why your brand is making that much noise. No, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like disruptive brands. I think it, it helps us grow and it helps us kind of keep on our toes. Yes. Yes, that's true. The second one is a conscious brand. What is your example of a conscious brand or what do you think a conscious brand is? A conscious, I think they're aware of what's going on. Mm -hmm. I think they want to make an impact. I like that. Rather than themselves. Um, like kind of purpose driven, like they have a goal and they want to get at 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. Um, yeah, so like big on integrity. Okay. Uh, possibly. That's a good one. I like the I like the word you used, impact. Yeah. It's, it's a it's a brand that impacts a society or environment um and changes the, the life of sorry, the quality of people's lives. So okay. if people's quality of life is below standard and this brand comes, they are a conscious brand to give you awareness that hey, there's a higher purpose for what we're doing. And we probably have a blue logo that looks really trusting. So you should join us. You know, it's it's a brand that puts you into your conscious membrane so that you can be able to act accordingly. We're not trying to sell you anything. We're just trying to make you better. Or we're trying to give you that PSA that you've probably never seen. Gotcha. No, I like that. Yeah. And I think there are a lot, lot out there. Um, well, I'm sure there probably are. There's so many people that are trying to make a difference and help people. Exactly. What would be, do you have one for that? What, what one do you um, think is the... I would say like um, seventh generation. Okay. Is, is a good one. Um, Soul Cycle. Okay. I don't know Soul Cycle, but. You guys can Google it. You yeah. Know? You know, That's awesome though. Feel free. You know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a brand. And I think also because it's, it sounds like, like we don't know all the brands or we can know all the brands for sure. You know, but yeah. the ones that stand out, the ones that actually do what they say, we can fall onto them and fall back onto that, you know, word that they give. One that I like that could fall into uh, another category possibly, but I think it's Patagonia. Uh, they're kind of inspiration and um, trying to help solutions for environmental issues. I like Patagonia a lot. What Patagonia a lot. Patagonia? Uh, it's like a activewear brand, sustainable activewear brand. So it's like um. It's kind of like a, a almost. I, I compare it like to Columbia. Like Under Armour. Mm, not so much Under Armour, but like they have like jackets like these. But this is Columbia. Okay. Uh, pullovers. Yeah, I, I like Patagon Patagonia a lot. So that would be one that kind of sticks out to me. Okay. Nice. Um, service brand. I mean, I think Chick-fil-A, we already talked about it. <laughs> that one pops in my head because that's, that's I what think, Yes, that's yes. Service brands are just brands that offer, it's literally they offer service, but their service beats the usual, oh, here's your plate. You know, yep. they got to design the plate. There has to be a reason why they're consistently giving you variables to stay consistent. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree. That's mm-hmm. perfect. Right. And service brands, they take time to grow, but when they hit, they stick. Like, I don't think Chick-fil-A took a while. I mean, they've been here for years, but the way they had revamped themselves into a brand that you cannot miss, you know, you now think about once more chicken, you know, (laughs) you know exactly what you're going in for. They give it to you, they serve it to you. So that when you get it, you expect the same back and you always keep coming back for more. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that they, the service there, like they have something to offer and they they do it in a way of of servant leadership almost. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Servant leadership is, is a great way of, you know, having a service brand as a representative for your business. That's yeah. if you want to go that route. Yep. Um, 
Another route you could go into is an innovative route. Mm. Um, we have all the types. We have PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. We have Amazon. You know, we have um, Apple. Apple. You know, we have all this. Tesla. Tesla, right. Like, there's no way you can say, oh, that's not innovative because right. you've never seen that before. So if it's innovative to you, if it's something that's new, that means that person went out of their way to tra- like probably project five years down the line what this brand could do for everybody. For example, when the iPod Nano came out, you know, mm. the, all those little nice yeah. you know, ringtones and everything. Everybody was like, oh, I got an iPod. I, got, I can store 2,500 um, songs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you connect yeah. your iTunes. And those big wires, you know, we're always having, it was heavy too. I cannot forget. But yeah. that brand sustained the, the test of time because oh, yeah. they, they knew that they'll get to a point where people don't want to have CDs and start burning vinyls on their... (laughs) I don't know if you remember, but Microsoft's the same way. I I remember growing up, and it takes me off, kids don't have to deal with this, but like the floppy disk and the big, big computer systems and the dial-up internet. I I already, I told my wife, if we have kids, uh, God willing, when they have to have an alarm clock, if they have to have an alarm clock, it's going to be the dial-up internet tone. <laughs> I want them to have to deal with hearing that sound. Kids now, they think it's they think when the internet's slow or the data package is slow, they have an issue. Man, go back to dial-up. <laughs> <laughs> you will wait for the whole oh, day. Yeah. <laughs> wait, I got get off the phone or get off the computer. I need to make a phone call. <laughs> Yeah, so innovative. It just even in my lifetime, I'm almost thirty. Uh, in, in 2020, I just turned 29, and so wow, things progress like they have. Um, Technology-wise, just really to me is really cool. I think it's awesome. Yeah, I think it's awesome too because it's like you have a whole different demeanor about the brand. And then the best thing about innovative brands is that you don't know what to react. You don't yep. know what to expect because it's new to you and it's probably new to them too because they don't know yeah. oh this guy's gonna like it and they're yeah. not gonna like it some brands have done it before and they succeeded some have done it and have failed so it's right. not that you can't do it it's just how you plan how you strategize how you put yourself in that you know big effort to make a, a difference so yep. the more innovative you are the, the more the scarier <laughs> it's gonna yeah. get but the bigger the reward, the bigger the results. Look at Apple today. You know, iPhone 12 will be coming out soon. So Amazon, look at Amazon. Look at Amazon. They projected Jeff Bezos to be the first trillionaire. Yes, by 2026. <laughs> That's crazy. That's that, I mean, he's he found a service that needed done. So mo- more power to him. I think uh, people would go crazy without Amazon. It honestly, if it went away. Right. Some people might just because people probably only shop Amazon now, you know. Yeah, oh, they're so used around. to two two day delivery. Going back, man, I, I still again I remember growing up, things took like seven to ten days just to get through the mail. <laughs> people would people would riot like we're and it's stuff? probably just a letter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing against the postal service. I mean, they do their job the best they can, absolutely, and they've even got quicker, which is uh, unbelievable. Yeah, exactly. They're becoming more flexible. They're giving you yeah. more options. They want you more to technology, work. man. It's it's good, but yeah, we could go. We could yeah, we could we really go, go for <laughs> I don't know. There was a time 
I don't know if it was a fake or parody or it was actually a, a new incentive that they were trying to do. But I saw when Amazon, um, I think I believe it was Amazon because people were walking into the store. There are no gates. It's just you and your phone and you're just scanning your code through the QR scanner and you're going in, you're picking your groceries from Amazon and you're checking out yourself yep. with your phone. It's yep. like, it's like we just throw up all the candy and then you got to yep. go pick what you want and leave. Well, I mean, it's like, uh, I don't know if you, you probably do Sam's club. Yes. That's how I do it. I go, I scan stuff with my phone barcode. It shows up on my app. I already have my card in there. I pay. The only thing I have to do is show them when I exit and they can scan that and scan one item to verify it. So that's it. I don't wait in line. I don't no transferring money. Like that's, I, I honestly think that'll be the way of the future is just, and it's awesome. I can go in scan as I pick stuff off the shelf, pay, walk out. Exactly. So. Like you don't have to think about somebody saying, Oh, go to aisle six. You know, like, you you save that time on doing it yourself and then because it's so innovative yep. you're getting quality service you're yep. getting you're getting amazing performance you know that's yep. that's what i believe that brands should do like they could all serve one purpose but they could all serve different purposes at the same time yep. the next brand is performance brand um performance is it's a big word <laughs> so yeah. performance i would say like like cars we, we can go into cars like mm. you know like let's say tesla is innovative but yeah. bmw's performance okay yeah you know it's not mm. that bmw is not innovative or you know like they they got their stand they know what they brought to the world you know yeah. and at the same time they know that they have quality and when you're buying a car you're buying a car because of its performance so yeah. if bmw gives you the highest performance and tesla gives you the highest performance Whichever one you pick at the end of the day is based on your preference because it's what you want for yourself. Do you want to be techie or do you just want to be classy? I also, I could even say like something like Under Armour mm. performance as far as like uh, athletic brands go. Because I mean, you think if you have to choose, someone's going to choose Under Armour over a, a not so well-named brand because they think it's going to help them perform better. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. You think about performance and you're like, oh, okay. This can do well. Under Armour, I can box better. You know, they always mm -hmm. give you that MMA feel. You want to yeah. feel like you go into the ring when you're about to go into the gym. Yep. You know, that's that impression they've given you because they know that when you wear Under Armour, you're wearing performance and you know you're getting quality service for your money. Yep. Right. And after that is um, luxury and value. Those two go together. Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, like, tell me what you think of those two when you think about luxury, you think about value. When I think of that, I think of, I mean, uh, I, I think of like Rolls Royce. Mm. Uh, I think of like private jets, like, like the high class. I think of like all inclusive resorts, like mm -hmm. luxury, like you get to just be comfortable and um, like pull out all the stop type of thing. Mm. So high end. Higher end, obviously. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah, what that's why I kind of go to. Yeah, I would say also like British Airways. Mm, yeah, yeah. They value higher they, quality. It's another quality. Think about you see how we can still see the same product, the same yep. merchandise, but a completely different brand setup. Yep. 
because disruptive brand like Virgin Atlantic is not luxury brand British Airways. They can still take you where you need to go, but you can still realize that there is a difference in performance and there is a difference in service that affects the conscious mind, you know, that evokes an emotion. Yeah. A value brand is a brand like, that just adds value like Walmart, you know, Ikea. You know, they're giving you value because they know that you're coming here to get something of value. Right. Not that the other brands don't have value, but the value system that they carry is high and that creates an impression for people to believe and know that this is what you want to see. Right. No, I agree. Yeah, I think that's perfect. Yeah. And um, style brands, um, they're differentiated in different ways um, between like services and looks and they, they do more than what they show. So it's a style. You know, when you're carrying a style... You're thinking yep. about Target. You know, they have a style. You know, they have that yeah. nice doggy with the red nose. Yeah. You know, it's a style. You know, you don't see Walmart with a blue nose. You don't see that because they're focusing on, oh, this is the value we have. This is the value offers we have. We know everybody comes here. Cool. Target, not everybody comes here. But when you come here, you know what to expect. You may right. get something $15 more, $10 more, $30 more. But because... We're giving you that value and we're giving your shopping experience a style. Yep. Then oh, yeah. you are definitely, you know, having a different ride than going to Walmart. Yeah. And I think even if you're going to like Men's Warehouse or um, somewhere like that, like, yes, style as far as clothing, but like also like you walk in and someone's there to kind of, hey, what are you looking for? Let's get you, hey, let's try that. Um, and, and they make you feel like, the special like like special and so they're like trying to get you to like see how you look in this thing or or whatnot so yeah putting that yeah. style almost on you exactly putting a style is it's creative it's con- it's contemporary and um i also believe that hotels do this as well they give mm-hmm. you a style you know when you walk in you're like ooh, i like the way the interior yeah. design is yeah. i like their service i like this room the shower looks different yeah. You know, it's just the little things. You don't have to change the whole building to make a difference. Right. You just have to make a step to make that change. So when one person sees it, they can tell the next person and the next person. Before yep. you know it, you have a train of people coming to you because you have value to offer. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the next one is also um experience. Hmm. Um, experience. Yeah. Think about... Yeah, I have one perfect example, but I want to know if... Oh, okay, well, I hope I don't steal it. I, the first thing when I saw that is popped in my head, and I don't know why, maybe it's just because I've been there, is um, Rainforest Cafes. Mm. Hard Rock Cafes, both of those. Like, whenever I go somewhere, I always usually see one of those. They're okay. usually always there. But it's like the experience. You go in and, like, you're enveloped in this rainforest. Like, you're mm-hmm. part of it. You The noises, the sounds like the light mist and you walk in like in the race horse or like hard rock, like you're part of a concert, yeah. like that history, like it just immerses you. It's mm-hmm. the whole experience, but you, then you get the food and the service. And, and so, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what popped in my head first. Okay. What popped in my head first was Disney. Oh yeah. That's a good one too. No, that's probably the, I think that might be the, the number one. 
mm. model after maybe right right they're not selling you anything right. <laughs> they're not telling you oh here's this three thousand dollar mickey mouse they're not selling you that they're literally saying come on board come with your family come and see what we have here it's literally like going to somebody's house and seeing what they have in there the only difference is that they built that house with with things that everybody loves and they could monetize yep. it because there are different lines of products they could you know utilize that's a perfect one right so when you see brands like disney you see brands like um universal you know um you you, you go to different places and you're like oh this is this is what they offer you know mm. this, is, this is really nice i i can't i can't imagine myself not being here without my kids or without my family so you come back again because you know that first experience was great yep. experience is like going to a circus it's like going to a fun park it's yep. like going on a roller coaster you're having an experience you're not really buying anything you're not buying the metal you're not buying the water you're not buying the roller coaster trip you're just buying or paying for a service that gives you an experience that becomes priceless in a yep. photo in a in a situation maybe you threw up when you're on the <laughs> you know on the road right. there or you were nervous your phone yeah. fell out emotions it elicits emotions i mean you're exactly you're paying to be happy the happiest place on earth exactly so, like, that's what you're expecting i'm, I'm gonna be here i'm gonna be happy and i'm gonna have joyful like it's yeah and it's yeah it's like yeah. magic it's magical <laughs> exactly. it is magical <laughs> so all these brands are selling the same thing they're selling a product hmm they're selling a service and they're most definitely selling a name. So you you have to know what name you you have out there for yourself. Like do you sound like any of these brands we talked about? Are you close to any of them? Are you are you better than any of them? If you have that zeal, then all these brands can stand by themselves. Nobody none of these brands are really competing directly. It's more of like hey, this is what we have. This is our color. This is our brand. This is our motto. Yeah. This is our mantra. This is what we want to do. And tomorrow is we're going to do this ABCDEFG. And then the next year, we're going to probably do HIJKL. And then you are probably starting on N because you've already done the groundwork in another country. So you have, you are doing things differently on different time zones, on different platforms. But the most important thing that you need to offer, which is the consumer is always right. <laughs> You can do everything you can do, but if the consumer is not right or doesn't feel like you're right or don't feel like they have the right to be right, then you're not really selling anything because you're bouncing back. It's like an email bounce back, <laughs> you know? Right. You, you, you're you trying to send them a message, but they're not getting it because yeah. they feel like this is my four walls. You know, you can't be like that with business. You have to open up your windows, your doors, your gates, you have to be very, very specific on why you want to bring this out. Who are you even doing it for? Like in our last episode, we talked about who you're doing it for, when you're doing these things. Like right now, you can't be having an experience at Coachella because things are happening, you know? So you can't be like, oh, this is the experience we want to give you, but we don't have the people for it. You know, it's, it's different. Just think about the all-time classic Netflix show or Netflix movie, Fire Festival. You know, hmm. I was reading today how, um, I think it's Kylie Jenner, how they're going to, um, they've settled on a deal for about $90,000 in lawsuit fees because of the the promotion that happened, you know, with the thing about a few years ago. 
So they're selling an experience, but did that experience really come to life? Mm-mm. That's the difference. You can literally sell a whole experience. I, I think I, I saw, I don't know where it was on the internet. It's still there. You can Google it if, if you want to. But I saw a story about a guy who literally had no restaurant, no license, no kitchen, <laughs> no staff, but his restaurant became number one on Yelp. Wow. What did he do? <laughs> yeah. he, he literally gave you and sold you the world. And people were coming in. And if you see the look of that restaurant, it looks like a little hut in the middle of a village and with sticks and fire. You know, it's it's so completely different, but the way it was packaged, probably the angles, probably the caption, probably the verbiage, probably the, the ads, whatever he did to tell you times a million people that hey this is the number one restaurant in the world come through yeah and people would spend money on flights to come Jeez. like you know how many suit you can get sued for that like but people are literally taking risks because they know hey let me beat the odds you know so there's no way you can say you don't have something when somebody like that had nothing yeah. and became number one yeah yep we all we all have something we can give to the world. We just have to be able to get past the fear of starting it. Exactly. Exactly. There are four reasons for branding. And there are four reasons out of those nine reasons why we need branding. The first mm-hmm. reason is because we need awareness. We can't buy you if we don't know you. We right. can't marry you if we don't know you. <laughs> we can't. <laughs> We can't do anything because you have not given anything anything for us to be aware of or to be familiar with to associate with you, you know? So right. awareness is like the number one thing. Like, how do you be like, oh, how do I get my brand out there? How do I show my brand? Start with your little community. Start with yeah. your family. Start with um, a group survey. Get 20 people from your class. Get 20 people from your Facebook group and find out, hey, do you guys actually like this? Yes, no, yes, no, 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 yes, yes. By the time you get to see if it's 50-50 or not, you can do a second round and just say, okay, let me see if another set of people do it. Before you know it, you have your answers and those same people are aware of what you've done. They're probably going to forget because it's a brand that is really established that they know of that you're probably trying to compete with. But how they will remember you is what kind of service you give them. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, they have to know you before you can do anything. So exactly. Sustainability is the next thing. Not many businesses are sustainable. Um, unfortunately, like P one now, you know, they're yeah. out of business. Yeah. And it's sad. But yeah. you see that there's a cause, there's an effect, there's a management. Like the company could be saved, but if you didn't think about the contingency plan, if you didn't think about how you can be able to get out of that mess, you will never know what to do with your business because you right. were not prepared for it. People are aware of it, but you didn't sustain it. And sustainability is the number one key to success in any business. Yep. No, I agree. Yeah. You, I mean, yeah, you nailed it on the head. You got to be sustainable or you're not going to be around. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> exactly. And the worst thing is to be told by when people knew you once upon a time, you know, think about back in the day when we were growing up, you know, we had FUBU. We had, you know, Reebok. We yep. had, um, what are these amazing brands that we used to have back in the day? Um, damn. Uh, Sears. 
I mean, Sears, right. Um, I know Kroger's starting to go, I think. Maybe Kroger's not. about to go? No, maybe not Kroger's. I'm thinking of another one. But be shocked for a second. No, not Kroger's. <laughs> Dang it. I can't remember now which one it was. Okay. There's, yeah, there's so many things that just, and there's probably so many that we're just forgetting because it's been so long. That's the point. You see, it's it's not like it's not like Apple, Apple. It's not it's not at the back of your head or your mind because you you fell off, you know. Yeah. And it's so sad that in the next ten years, our kids probably will not even know what Pier One is, or they'll probably Google yeah. it and they'll be like, "Oh, that was in 2010." You know, you gotta stay relevant to remain sustainable. It's yep. just the way to go. And by yep. staying sustainable is by staying aware. And knowing the trend, understand your industry, go on LinkedIn, go on Forbes, read the Business Insider, go on Apple News, whatever you have to do, there's enough information for you through Google, too, or Yahoo, or Bing, and you can be able to get your best foot out there. And and that also now leads to the third thing, which is competition. You got to have stiff competition. Yeah. People think competition's bad, but... I mean, if you don't have competition, you get lazy. You get complacent. I know in sports, like, if we're the best team out there, then there's no reason to really try to push harder and, and, and we get lackadaisical. So, But when you have someone who's better than you, when you have someone who's, like, the same, you don't want to lose to them. So you're going to work your tail off and try to get better, try to figure out solutions. It's like uh, Tesla. It's I'm pretty sure, and I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't care if, if another competitor, like, another car company comes and buys a Tesla to try to figure out how it works mm. because he knows that that's going to breed more innovation, more technology, more improvements and everything because they could come up with something Then he could, I mean, it's all, it's like you're competing against each other, but you're working together to improve everything and everyone wins almost. Exactly. That's the ones that stay with it. Exactly. People stay in the loop because now there are more options. There are more ideas and there's more money flowing. So that competition yeah. is great. And another thing I realized is some people actually fear competition in business. That's yeah. a, it's a thing because you're like, oh, I have the best product, but I don't want to be beaten by this guy. So I'll just chill. And yeah. you never know that company could go bankrupt next week, you know? So you can't base off social media or base off, okay, I have this hot cake. You have to know, can I survive the test of time? Can I pass through these four seasons successfully? Can I sell all my products? Can I get out of stock at some point? Can I do anything that can make me feel like I've achieved a goal? And if you haven't achieved a goal, then I'm sorry for you because you can't get past that point. You know, you can't compete when you're not sustainable. You can't compete when nobody knows you. You can't compete there has to be a reason why you're doing stuff. So don't skip any step thinking that, oh, I have a brand now, I have a logo, I have a million dollars, I can do this. No, you have to know what people want. The more you can serve people better, the yep. more you get more business. And the best, 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 best way of advertising is word of mouth. I don't yeah. think anything beats that. It's true. It's true. I mean, everything. Uh you're people are gonna listen to you when you say, Oh, that movie was awesome, go see that movie. Or do that new restaurant, you gotta check it out. It's freaking awesome. Right. People trust what, what you tell them. And so if you build that trust and 
it comes from you, they're going to do it. They're going to try it out or they're going to remember and be like, Hey, where should we eat tonight? Oh, remember, uh, they told us about that restaurant. Let's go try that one. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Word of mouth is huge. Yeah. Once you build a word of mouth system and people know about it, you get referrals, you get people liking you. That's yeah. how Popeye's hit the news. That's how, you know, it's like people still, I don't think there are any long lines at Popeye's now. So think about the competition think about yeah. the sustainability those long lines were not gonna last forever chick-fil-a was not bothered they were not scared they weren't like oh we're about to lose business because they yeah. know they have chick-fil-a loyal 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 yep. supporters they have people that can say even if chick-fil-a goes bankrupt i'm going with them you know <laughs> they, <laughs> they yeah. have this this soul tie to their brand that they can be able to still become relevant even when they think that nobody else is seeing so competition is a big thing and which also leads to the last point um purpose you gotta have a purpose for your brand like that purpose is your mission your vision your we talked about it you know your objectives you know what is your mantra what are you trying to sell out there what is your social cues what are the values you're bringing to people and the purpose of your business needs to be in a sentence yeah it needs to be short just like this sentence <laughs> you yeah. know you need you need to send the message effectively and not strain the air because retention is very very low in Absolutely. today's society you know we have you go on instagram today you see a picture three hours ago next week you forgot about the story you know but what's going to keep that story lingering lingering on is when you can be able to tell the story throughout different mediums at the same time yep yep being able to yeah share it through relative sources and make it make it relative yeah mm-hmm. exactly um there are essentials for a logo um sorry essentials for brands and um the first one is a logo the second one is a registered business and the third one is a website or a storefront this is the three things that literally gives you the ticket. <laughs> yeah, it's just definitely the the starting off point. I mean, you I mean you have to have something visually people can see and connect you with it, um, so you can put it on things. Yeah, I mean that's and that goes along with the coloring and everything we talked about. Registered. I mean, yeah, you need to be legal. You need to be legit. I mean, people are gonna uh, otherwise you're just a hobby. Um, exactly. Kind of make a little extra, um, and then the website storefront, yeah, it just gives you credibility, gives you somewhere people can go, uh, and helps increase your your traffic and uh, uh, your engagement with people. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, you always have to keep, and you have to keep that relevant too, because SEO and all that is always changing. And um, yeah, exactly. you, you got to stay up to date. Exactly. I was actually thinking about this is a little bit off topic, but it's still within the branding topic. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I was looking at my feed on um, my podcast feed, yeah, and I was trying to figure out which was the most played um, episode. And mm-hmm. to my surprise, I saw that the most <laughs> the most listened episode is one, the shortest episode. Huh. Two, two, it had about five tags in it, like SEO okay. meta tags. Yep, and. I also noticed that some of my other episodes didn't have the meta tags because I know what meta tags do for websites and I know what they do for business and branding, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know how important it is also for audio feedback or RSS feeds. So 
imagine if you tag all your episodes yep according to the mood this is happy this is business this is lifestyle yeah. people somewhere are going to type that and you're you're going to pop up at some point and you'll be like oh i have a thousand plays how did i get there you didn't really do much you just put yourself in the the red ocean and mm-hmm. got yourself out into the blue ocean yep. and then you made your own little ocean pond you know yeah absolutely yeah it's huge exactly what do you need for a business this is where we discuss um what we need to start a building a branding business you need logo essentials we just talked about that yep you need a branding message yeah brand integration that is a big one i'm talking about software like infusionsoft zapier hubspot mm-hmm. later yeah. planally the list is endless you can use mailchimp you can use yeah. anything that you want to integrate your brand with you need it because people need to know more about you For you sure. have to create a brand or a tagline or mantra which is probably three words or or five you know depending yeah. on how big it is but the shorter the better and consistency and most definitely honesty those are like the the six pillars um to support your business in the beginning throughout too yeah no i think those are huge those are all great places to start thinking and building especially if you you just have an idea so like filling in these what what could that all look like for your business absolutely mhm exactly so just make sure that when you make a business when you make a brand keep in mind that this brands have stories they have they have a lifeline they have a lifetime they have a lifespan you yeah. have to keep them in the loop because it's like a robot if you don't feed the robot the robot's going to f- probably feed on itself and it's just going to die off you know so you got to keep giving that same energy and that fuel that oil so that it can keep burning and giving you the results that you actually need for your business which is what you need for your business absolutely yeah this has been a great this has been a great topic i think um i hope everybody can also enjoy it and if you've reached this point and you've not been able to get a chance to check out the online course please go ahead and do so it's called business and branding pro tips um the link is in the description feel free to reach out to me also reach out to chris you know he has a pencil leadership as well the podcast is really doing well there's so many theories and suggestions and and advice and follow him on Instagram too you know at chris t anderson yeah, is that chris correct yeah chris.t.anderson yep okay chris.t.anderson yeah and you definitely will get a lot of information about what he does and how he impacts the youth and how he you know sets business professionals to the next level because there is information that sounds so simple but it's so important for the next you know the next big step. Yep. Awesome. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on. I, I hope we uh can bring value to people with this. Oh yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Thank you so much and um I'll definitely see you in the next episode. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Take care. You too.